I'm hot for teacher. We thought we were done. We thought we were finished. We thought we would never talk about a movie minute by minute again. But we were wrong. Join us as we get to know the cast next door. Hello and welcome to The Cast Next Door, where we love your mother's cookies. I'm your host, Michael Painter. And with me are my two wonderful guests, Jonathan Frederick. Hello. And Matt Taff. Hi there. On this podcast, we will be going through the movie The Boy Next Door, minute by minute. And you're listening to Minute 7. If you want to watch the movie along with us, that's the time code 601 to 700. Our minute begins. We're in front of the garage again. Noah is telling Claire, played by Jennifer Lopez, that it was nice to meet her. And she says it was nice to meet him too. Noah and Kevin start walking down the driveway. Uh, Noah asks his Uncle Bob that uh, if he's going to be okay. Uncle Bob gets really sarcastic about it, and he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, I mean, I mean, look at me. So is, there's this really just sarcastic old man sitting in the motorized wheelchair. And I gotta say, it, it really stinks that he's about to leave the movie for apparently a long time, because he's probably already my favorite character. Yeah, I mean, with Jack Wallace especially, like, you, if you're gonna get him, like, you need him to do something, like, crotchety old man-wise, you can't just let him just be there. He needs to be snarky or angry or something. In, in fairness, he seems really nice. This is like the closest he ever gets in this little early bit to being just really sarcastic. But in any case, Bob scoots up to Claire on his wheelchair and tells her that Noah's parents died last year and that he's really the only family that Noah has left. Although what's weird about this line is halfway through the line, it cuts. He, he's driving towards Jennifer Lopez. Halfway through, it cuts to Jennifer Lopez's face and then cuts back to him. And it's like, while we weren't looking, he moved backwards, and he sort of retreads the same ground driving towards Jennifer Lopez again. All I can say is the editing was definitely not done by, I don't know, Michael Kahn, film machine maker, anyway. Yeah, so teleporting motorized wheelchair. It was just like the same shot, like, used over again. Like, they needed some, like, action shot, so they just decided to recycle the same, like, footage of him. I don't think so. I, I, I think it might just be that, like, when they told him where to start, like, they they missed it because we actually see him saying something each time he's driving towards Jennifer Lopez and he's saying something different. Like he start, he starts the line driving towards her, it cuts away and he's speaking again driving towards her again. Yeah. Well, maybe he yeah. fucked up the line and then they had to take again and like it's one of those things where they ran two takes together and it just Nobody thought that we'd be doing a minute by minute podcast of this to break things like this down. <laughs> yeah, no one will notice. No one, no one's going to watch this movie very closely. Of course. In any case, uh, Claire tells Bob that Noah seems like a nice boy and offers him some coffee. He takes her up on that offer and presumably go inside. We cut away right away, and then he just disappears from most of the movie, which is unfortunate. All of a sudden, just like Weird Al Yankovic in two thousand three, we're going to the hardware store. We get a big outside shot of Callahan Hardware. I want to I want to make a comment about the exterior of the uh, of the hardware store. I went to college downtown, and I had the privilege of seeing a few film and TV productions take place. And what I noticed when I saw the productions, I love I saw like they would cover up businesses, of course, and but it always looked so fake. Like they would use really bright primary colors and you could 
you, you, the artifice was just so obvious. And I really noticed that with the exterior of the hardware store in this scene. Like, you could just tell it was an Ace Hardware or something that they just plastered a bunch of plywood signs over. Yeah, they were yeah. terrible signs. They were they looked like they were made by... I don't even think plywood. Like, I thought they were banners made, like, at the print shop five minutes before. <laughs> yeah, what was weird is, like, it was a huge sign that just said hardware, and then, like, underneath it was the name of the business mm-hmm. in a small, like, blue sign that said Callahan. Yeah, it was, it was really strange and out of place. So anyway, we cut back a little bit to Kevin and Noah walking toward the hardware store, and uh, Kevin says, almost as if it was an epiphany, he says, so the entire time it was the clutch. And then just, it, it, as if he just mentioned nothing at all about the clutch between the house and the hardware store. We don't really know how far away the two are, but... You know, I, I guess they just walked in silence, and then when they're almost there, he's just like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, maybe it was just really, really complex uh, thing that he was trying to describe to him with, as far as garage door repair is concerned, because it looked complex, right? No, no, it didn't. Okay, so Kevin asks Noah how old he is, and Noah says, almost 20. Kind of strikes me as weird. I don't think anyone really describes their age in almosts once they get out of high school. I don't know. I don't know. It, especially like that, like 19, you want to be as old as possible, right? So I, I could, I, that I can believe that he would say, but he was, he was almost 20 instead of 19. He wants to seem older. All right. He likes the older women as we soon find out. So. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> so, I mean, we got, we got, we've got to be careful about that because clearly no one has seen this film. Mm. So anyway, uh, Kevin asks a follow-up question that has basically nothing to do with his previous question. He asks, you're not from around here? And Noah explains that he's from San Bernardino. I, I haven't heard of that. Is that a real place? Yeah. Oh, it's in California. It is. It yes. is? So, okay, so we are in California. He explains that his uncle, Uncle Bob, is actually his great uncle. Uh, he says Uncle Bob needed help, Noah needed to change, and figured he'd go back to school. Uh, Kevin asks if he means college as they start going into the store. And here's something that just jumped out at me when they got into the hardware store. There's a dedicated section. Like, not only is there a dedicated section to garage door openers, which isn't that strange, but there's a huge, huge, like, advertisement sign that just says automatic garage door opener in big letters. Yeah, guaranteed. Like, uh, yeah, it says guaranteed in the little like starburst or whatever it is, like those circles with the with the spiky bits on it. And up above, I actually went back and read the sign closely because this is kind of ridiculous. The top of the sign says the perfect do-it-yourself project. And then below it, it says easy, letter E, letter Z, to install easy to operate and there's no specific brand or anything it's just hey you know we sell garage door openers that's cool right yeah and i also noticed like right in the corner and i I think this does kind of help sell that this is supposed to be like a mom and pop uh hardware store is there's a little like handwritten sign on like a piece of like just plain white printer paper taped to the wall that just says ask staff for help that's it just just a nice little sign the guaranteed sticker also says install it right the first time or it's free so they're guaranteeing that the person who's installing the thing is going to do it right the first time or they're going to give them their money back? That's a weird guarantee, right? Yeah, because that just means the customer can deliberately fuck it up. Yeah, I'm going to mess and that then get up it for free. And get my money back and still have a garage door opener. I'm going to I'm going to game that system. Yeah, like, this this shop has not thought its policies through. What's weird about this is uh, I I actually felt a really weird sense of nostalgia looking at this, like, mom-and-pop hardware store because we actually had a small local, like, big, like, it was a big hardware store slash lumberyard, but it was, like, locally owned, not that far from where I grew up. Yeah, and it's, and, like, 
family hardware stores always have this weird look where like everything is clearly where it's supposed to be and everything's clearly arranged in a specific way, but it still looks disorganized. Yeah. Like everything just kind of looks sloppy and like not quite aligned right. It doesn't look like a like a, a quote unquote proper department store. It looks like everything's just strewn about. Well, you you but you want to give the idea the allure of uh like a warehouse or like a someone someone shop or something like that. I guess. Yeah, I, I, I guess looking kind of like poorly arranged and dirty kind of gives the illusion that maybe this place will be, you know, very cheap and cost effective. Yeah. So I, well, I wanted to talk about something. So like this cut right here, when they go into Mm -hmm. the garage, like, or into the, um, hardware store is, uh, it's a weird like transition because the Kevin asks Noah, uh, like, Oh, are you in college? And then there's a cut. And then Noah just says there was an accident. And yeah. like, that's like his immediate response. Not, not, not. No, I'm not in college. I'm still finishing up high school. It's there. There's there. There was an accident, and like that's like yeah. You really should see the red flags with the, with this guy. Like coming in, from. A in fairness, away. when when you need to tell someone that you're that you're almost twenty and you need to go back and finish high school, you you kind of feel compelled to lead with the explanation because you don't want to be judged. Like, that's yeah. probably him feeling kind of self-conscious. It's like, before I tell you that, you know, I'm a couple years behind on high school, I have a good reason, and I want to tell you that up front. Yeah, but the whole, the whole there was an accident thing is just a little too vague for that. Like, you, yeah. you, it, like just come up with a lie, then. Just even even say, like, you were in juvenile hall or, or, or something like that. You know, just, yeah. Well, I mean, as, as we'll learn, the, the accident was actually very important to Noah. <laughs> yeah, there was one other one thing I, I, I wanted to share, and that was uh, with the whole hardware store story. The, the one that uh, was by where I grew up is that it did eventually get torn down and paved over and replaced with, like, a strip mall that had a TCBY and a Starbucks in it. And I feel like that's kind of the ultimate fate of all family-owned hardware stores is to eventually be replaced with a Starbucks. Noah tells Kevin that he's going to be finishing up at Monroe High. And Kevin is surprised. It's like, oh, yeah, I go there. And his mom teaches there, too. And that's, that's kind of another strange thing is at least the vibe that I get from everything we've seen so far from the houses and the hardware stores. This is supposed to be kind of a small town, I guess. I mean, I, I don't think like big cities ever really have a barn anywhere. So it's probably not surprising. Like, I'm not sure there's any other high school in the area, especially if they live next door to each other. Yeah. There's, it's not super clear where this takes place to me. I mean, maybe I missed some big defining quality, but I think it was supposed to just be like any town USA or whatever. I'm, I mean, on in, in the exterior, it looked like they were like in Los Angeles. Like I saw a lot of, palm trees and stuff out there. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the movie's supposed to be set in Los Angeles either, because... Well. Yeah, that just means it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Noah says that Claire seems too cool to be a teacher. Uh, Kevin says, oh yeah, she is cool for a mom. And our minute ends. So we have, you know, any any thoughts on these uh, on the accident or these hardware store shenanigans, gentlemen? The accident's just, just the only people who, like... The only person who would say it quite that way is an ominous movie villain. That's true. No one, no one, no one ever really just says the accident, unless they're deliberately trying to be vague. Now, I, I, I guess in fairness, sometimes it's a person who's been 
traumatized and doesn't really want to go into detail. Sure. But that doesn't really happen in the movies. It's always insidious in the movies. Well, they have a defor they like they have a deformity in that case. Then, like they're missing an arm, and it's well, there was an accident. You don't need to you don't need to know the particulars besides oh, they lost their arm. Yeah, or they got superpowers. Yeah. That's the other kind of movie action. Yeah, there's that too. All right, so uh, anything else? Uh, not on this minute. All right, Jonathan, you got anything? Uh, I've got nothing. All right, well, in that case, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, if you guys got anything you want to plug, Twitter handles, Matt? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Matt Teff, and my podcast is called The American Cosmonauts. All righty, and Jonathan? Uh, you can follow me... Uh, I've got a blog, a conference of the strange dot Just my ramblings on music and movies, and you can also follow me on Letterboxd. And if you want to hear more of me for whatever reason, you can find me as a regular guest on the South Figaro podcast and on Twitter at T-D-O-T-C-R-F-H-4. Thanks for joining us. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to A Talking Cast Presents the Cast Next Door. I was your host, Michael Painter, with my guests, Matt Teff and Jonathan Frederick. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at First Ed Iliad. You can download new episodes from thecastnextdoor.wordpress.com or subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Edited by Darren Husted. Produced by Darren Husted, executive producer Michael Painter. The Boy Next Door is owned by Bloomhouse, Smart Entertainment, New Yorkin, and Universal Studios. No infringement is intended. Copyright 2015. All rights reserved. This is the first edition?